Relax and prepare yourself for yet another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. A podcast where, no, you're not listening to an expert. Hell, you're not even listening to an adult who has his shit together. You're just chilling with a filthy casual crypto guy who's adventuring in the land of crypto, making all the mistakes so that you don't have to. That's right. Sit back, chill out, and let's get into another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. Thanks for being here. Casual Nation. Thanks again for coming in for another episode of the Filthy Casuals podcast. Guys, I had a great plan for this podcast. Actually, I had two great plans for this podcast. I had one plan that was going to be all about how we've been in essentially rug season for what feels like two months. Various projects that people believed in, uh, even popular influencers that are actual influencers and not bots or just hype accounts or whatever bought into liked people that i enjoy that do deep dives on projects that really supported that those projects just rug and just rugging all over the place ruggedy rug 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 it was wild still is kind of wild so that was one plan the next plan was for the idea of this podcast which is where i just want to kind of talk about uh Crypto in general, why I think crypto exploded a couple months ago over the last over the last year and then kind of an apex in the last like five, six months, and then we're kind of in a downslope now. Kind of what led to that led to that from like a society standpoint, why I think that we're in a really good spot uh, to potentially get into the crypto space. Again, this is never financial advice. I do this as a hobby. I'm simply explaining to you kind of where my head's at when it comes to like what led crypto to where it is, why it is, uh, what's going on right now, why I think we could take advantage of where it is right now, what my plans are for my crypto portfolio moving forward. Uh, So that was another plan for the episode. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like having fun and I was like getting into it. I was like 25 minutes into the new episode recording it. And then I look over on my monitor and I realize that cool little speaker emblem was red with this big fucking red X right on it. I was muted the whole time. Are you kidding me? I was so feeling it. I was into me. I was into what I was saying. I was in the moment. And I was fucking muted the whole time. Ugh. All right, so here we are. Take three or four or five. I'm unmuted now. Hopefully I can I can pull some of the nuggets of what I thought were great like wisdom and like retorts and like cool funny little fucking shits Uh, just maybe i can bring those back maybe not maybe this episode will now be the one that is absolutely terrible on the coattails of one or two that i thought were great that just never got recorded so there's like a 30 minute clip in my full audio folder right now which is just a video of me with my messy ass hair because i had a hat on just miming just lip syncing the whole thing because you can't hear anything as i was muted Woo! what a day that's so awesome oh i'm so excited okay so let's just jump into it again so the idea so the second idea of the podcast i mentioned right 
is like, why are we where we are in the crypto space? So currently, uh, if we do like a quick snapshot, what it seems to me from my perspective, which again is a super fucking casual perspective, right? Is that we're kind of in a lull. So we came out of what seems like rug season for the two months, right? People rugging all over the place, fucking absolute wild. Two, and amidst that, amidst that, we had moonbirds that essentially came out of the dark, showed up, people minted, and then it fucking blew up. And then I guess a dev or two are leaving the project or a dev left the project and now they're kind of coming down a little bit. Who knows? So that happened out of nowhere. Um, all these different protocols are crashing. Some protocols just went ahead and shut down. Some protocols are launching new programs uh, and are just going for it. So we're, that's happening right now. The whole crypto market itself is down. Uh, it, it pretty pretty good down, like down, down. And people are getting out. People are scared again. Every time there's a down in the crypto market, especially like an extended down, people start to get nervous because a lot of people are pretty fair weather. Is that the word? Wishy-washy is a better word, I guess, about the crypto market. In general, they think it's fake. It's not here to stay. They want to make the money while they can and get out with it and run for the hills. So... When something like a large down happens, you see a lot of selling. You see a lot of people getting out of fringe projects. You see a lot of people getting out of projects that maybe, uh, while being successful, aren't like blue chip A-plus projects, right? And you see the same happens in stock markets, a lot of people. I just don't think there is far less educated people in the crypto space who know, you know, what projects to buy in the dip or what coins to buy in the dip. Uh, so people just panic sell really, really easy in the crypto market. So we're in that, right? We're like in a winter or a cold season, a down, whatever you want to call it. And then we're at that lull of projects because all those projects rugged. Projects that were going to come out either realized that their project was similar to a rug project, people wouldn't be interested. Or all the features that they thought were really cool, people didn't like, and that project ended up failing. So they're going back to the drawing board. They're postponing their mint. They're postponing their release, their launch, whatever. Other projects that were just, let's be real, that were going to rug people, realize that now people are already hesitant and they're going to be able to find out that it's a rug because it mimics one of the 10,000 fucking rugs that just happened. So there's this lull. And I think it's good overall because I think what it's going to do is it educated the space again. Hard, hard lessons here. But it educates the space again so that people are way more into doing their research, way more about assessing projects. And it's going to hold projects, crypto, DeFi protocols, NFT projects. It's going to hold them all to a higher standard, which for us as the average consumer, the casual consumer is great. If the quality of projects go up, it makes it easier for us to not get caught in these traps, uh, to not get caught in these rugs. It makes it easier on us to find decent projects to invest in or be a part of because the quality on average is going up. So that's great. So that's kind of a snapshot. Uh, for me, since we're in that lull, what I've decided is instead of like actively going to searching things to mint right now, which means I'm going to miss out on a couple, right? I don't have the bags to be able to like invest a lot in projects. And then, you know, if you invest $100 and it goes up 20%, you made 20 bucks. If you invest 10,000, you made 2,000. You made 100, you know what I mean? Like the more you have to invest in smaller projects that produce smaller rewards, you can make more money. However, I'm not quite there yet. Now, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. If you take 10 $100 investments and you made 20 bucks off each one, you just made $200. You know, if you invested 100 each time, you know, you've doubled your bag, tripled your bag, whatever. So there's nothing against that. But what I'm doing is I am just amassing all of my rewards dividends or what have you and i'm just amassing them in the bags on the various platforms or the various protocols and when the price reaches where i think is a reasonable price whether you know or if it i see writing on the wall for the project i'll get out then but i'm just amassing these bags so then hopefully i'll, I'll turn everything into liquid 
turn it into a stable coin or the primary coin for the blockchain I'm on. And I'll put it out and I'll be waiting for when the next wave of projects to come up after all of this crap happens, right? After all these rugs happen and everything, the projects that come out are going to be a higher caliber. And when they come out, hopefully the idea is I'll have enough capital waiting for them to come out and then I can start actively investing again. So I'm kind of in a hold pattern too. So one thing that I really want to talk about is why we are where we are. Why has crypto exploded? Why is crypto so attractive? While it is high risk, high reward, that's attractive to a lot of people too, right? Gambling's attractive to a lot of people. The lottery is attractive to a lot of people. But why is crypto? And I think this is this is like a very large society. So in case you don't know, we are in the midst of what is referred to as the great resignation. A lot of people, thanks to the pandemic, became work from home forced to work from home because of guidelines or what have you. So now they're working from home and they're going through all the motions and doing everything working from home. It's hectic, blah, blah, blah. People get used to it. And then people start to discover how much the quality of life improves when the entirety of their existence isn't centered around work. And I know that sounds dramatic, but when you have to be at a specific location for eight to nine hours a day, for some of us, like in the food industry, like I was, 10 to 11 hours a day. Then you take into account any form of travel, commute. I was driving an hour both ways. So if it's a 10-hour day, one hour there, one hour back, we're looking at a 12-hour day minimum. They started to realize that when you take out the commute, you take out really the psychological strain of like, okay, I have to be at work by nine. Okay, it takes me an hour to get there. I have to leave the house by eight. Okay, it takes me an hour to get ready. I have to get up by seven. Okay, when I wake up, it takes me like 30 minutes to get ready or 30 minutes to get out of bed. Okay, I got to get up at 630. Oh, wait, my gas tanks. I need to stop and get gas. Okay, now I'm getting up at 615. Okay, now I'm getting up at six. Okay, now, okay, I get up at six. I go to work. I get home with traffic. It takes me an hour and a half. Now I'm home at 630 or seven. Okay, or let's say 630. Okay, now I have to make dinner. Now I have to clean up from dinner. Now I have to you know, take a shower, shave, get ready. If my house needs cleaning, clean my house, blah, 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 blah. It's like nine or 10 o'clock at night. And oh, I have to get up at 6.30 tomorrow. You know, your whole life is centered around. Even if you're like, I only work a nine to five. I don't work overtime. Okay, fine. Monday through Friday, you're nine to five. Your entirety of the day is centered around. And while it works in certain situations for certain people, the majority of people are finding out that it is so much better at the house, their quality of life. And not only that, but they've discovered that their job can be done effectively from the house. And employers are forcing people back and, and people coming back are like, why? Why do you need me back? We effectively did X, Y, Z. Even our business saw growth when we were working remotely. And not only that, I was happier. My family was happier. My life was better. And now you're forcing me back because of what society deems as a what a job should look like. So people are leaving. They're just like, fine, screw you, I'm out. Uh, some people are finding jobs in similar fields, but remotely. Some people are taking less money because they get to work from home. Isn't that the dream for a business owner? I'll let you work from home. I don't have to pay rent on an office and you'll take less because of how much your life is better. It's kind of shitty, but it's like, yeah, yeah, come here, come work for me, I'm down. You know, if you get paid more to work from home, even better. However, so that's happening and people are leaving. People are starting to DoorDash, do crypto podcasts. Uh, you know, they're finding other means to fill their time. Now, there are people who create a podcast and are making a living from it. I am not one of those people. However, I just do this as a hobby. However, there are people who do that. There are people who started YouTube, TikTok, uh, Twitters, all this stuff. Twiddle, twi twiddle, 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 because I can't speak. Twitter handles 
for like influencing and things like that, people are finding alternative means of income, let alone like yard sale flipping, thanks Gary Vee, uh, flipping various things or selling on Amazon or doing, their favorite thing is to make chairs. So they just make chairs all day and sell them on Facebook marketplace and they make a living like that. Or they're on Etsy making uh, art out of horseshoes or something crazy. You know, like people are finding alternative means to live their life on their own schedule and not as dramatically as creating a business that becomes a million dollar business or two, five, ten million dollar business. Like people aren't even that dramatic. They're just making things at their house or providing a service that they're good at and they like and they're finding alternative means. And I think it's great for everybody but the employer. Employers are going to have to get creative. Employers are going to have to figure something out when it comes to pay. But we're in the middle of this great resignation. So all these people are finding that quality of life is so much better. I'd rather make $50,000 to $60,000 a year opposed to eighty dollars or hundred, dollars and do what I love and live within my means and be so much more happy, okay? So people are way more into that. Now, you got to remember, we're towards, we're like two, three years in. Let me think. I always actually say closer to four years into the hustle culture. People wanting to work, you know, a job and two jobs and maybe two or three side hustles and a job. So we're on top of that. So now people, you've got those same people then you've got the people from this great resignation kind of becoming self-realized that life can actually be good and a job doesn't have to suck and take your whole life away. And then in that space, people have been driven to social media so much more than they already were. Whether it be just for entertainment or uh, social interaction, but like business-wise, you know, starting a YouTube, starting a TikTok, uh, being a heavy on Twitter for marketing, or maybe you started a social media platform company of some sort. You know, like I think social media is at its apex now. So now we've got the people from the hustle culture. We've got the great resignation group of people. We've got social media at its apex. Then enter crypto. So crypto has been around for a lot longer than that. However, it's been picking up steam every year. Two years ago-ish, I'm really bad at my timelines. Like two-ish years ago, I want to say, or maybe three, don't quote me on that, Board Ape Yacht Club minted. Then CryptoPunks minted. Then Board Ape Yacht Club started becoming worth all this money. Then CryptoPunks, all this money. And then all these other NFT projects, all this money. People were making all these crazy uh, returns on investments when it first started. So like, and they started tweeting about it, YouTubing about it, TikToking about it, all over the social media, which was at its apex, in the midst of people going, the hell with a regular job. I'm going to do what I want to do, how I want to do it to make money. So it's like the perfect storm for crypto to just explode. We're in this crazy storm of people not wanting to go back to work. We're in this crazy storm of people realizing that the construct that was left for us by a few previous generations of what a job looks like, what a family looks like, what a successful life looks like, how it's modeled, how it's built, that construct that they left us, we just kind of came in like Miley Cyrus, right? We came in like a wrecking ball. There you go. I'll sell tickets. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going live. I'm a star. So we come in and we blow this construct up. And it's not just us uh, as a generation, millennials or Gen X or Z or whoever the hell, whatever generation we're on, the Tide Pod generation, you know, whoever they are. So the construct was already falling apart at the hinges. The pandemic helped a ton taking that construct down. And then just kind of what followed and how we adapted kind of blew it up. So now we're in this totally kind of uncharted time where like somebody can literally become a millionaire overnight by selling a digital asset known as an NFT of a animated monkey. They could sell it and be a millionaire. They could have it right now. And in 15 minutes, by the end of this podcast, sell it and be a millionaire, just like that. And while that may not be impressive to some, that is impressive to a lot of people. We're in that space. We're in the space where somebody spends their whole day making really pretty bows 
for young girls to wear in their hair of various different designs, and they make eighty to ninety thousand dollars a year doing that. They market it on Facebook. They go out to cool little shop, uh, set up stalls. They do that all day around being home with a kid or two, or around uh, their family, or just by themselves. And they're making a living like that. We've got people who bought a pressure washer, started a pressure washing business, and are making a living like that. People who make pillows or crochet or fucking, I don't know, make roses out of metal because they're a really good welder. And they sell them all on Etsy and they make a ton. And people are making money doing whatever. And to be honest with you, the people who make money doing whatever, doing what they love, then love supporting other people who are making money doing what they love. And they're more inclined to do that to spend money. So now we're in another weird spot where inflation has been fucking wild. So now people need more money. <laughs> so like, it's this weird, I don't know. It's just this weird storm that we're in. And I think all of that has led to NFTs and crypto and everything kind of being huge, but it's also pushed so many new people into the space. People who have a little bit more money or maybe they're happier. Now they're living in their means and all this jazz, they've got a little extra capital to invest because they want to keep this happiness, this generational wealth, they want to create it, have moved into the crypto market. And I think that gives us a lot of like uh, wishy-washy investors and people who want quick turnarounds and people who can't lose the money but invest it anyway because that one guy on YouTube said it was for sure going to make you 10x or whatever it is. So we've increased the quantity of people in the space, not necessarily the quality, but that has led to a lot of projects getting hyped and selling out quickly, which artificially inflates the price of the of the non-utility NFT. And now we're selling that. Uh, we're just in this really weird space right now. And that kind of the fact that the space is really, I, mean, I have no better word. I have no technical word for it, but weird. Weird-ass crypto times, right? So we're in this weird space. And that's what's really caused me to kind of pause my active investing of like, trying to flip an NFT or minting NFTs or trying to be on whitelist for projects. I've kind of just kind of slowed it down and chilled it out. And I'm just building those bags because again, I think we're going through this radical shift in just society in general. The paradigm of entire generations is being shifted. The construct of what our life is, how it's supposed to be put together is completely crumbling. So I believe that where we come out of the crypto space is what I'm speaking of at the moment. Where we end up in a month or two is going to be drastically different than where we are now. And then where we are now is so different than where we were two or three months ago. So I'm just letting the bags accumulate. And that's kind of a slang for like your liquid capital, right? Your bags. Like I have some people say like I have a Dogecoin bag. And that would mean that they have, let's say Dogecoin's like worth whatever right now. They buy it right now and they have a million Dogecoins. They're like, I have a bag, and they just don't worry about it. They set it off to the side. And on a chance that it doubles, triples, quadruples, or something dramatic to the moon, they can cash that bag in and, and make a lot of money. So my, I'm not really big into the meme coins, but I've got various projects I'm in that I'm just letting them accumulate large bags um, so that hopefully when the project has another resurgence and hits, if not an all-time high, but like a very like two, three times what I paid for it, then I will then offload those, turn them into liquid capital, and then be ready for the next generation of DeFi protocols, staking perhaps a brand new situation like crypto project that we haven't seen yet, or uh, new NFT projects, or, or what have you, or maybe I just build the bags and get ready for um, the on-chain blockchain gaming, uh, play-to-earn video gaming that is like our first big 
big title I think will be out by the end of the year or they're during their al alluviums and it's alpha that's like the headliner then there's a couple other projects that are going to have alphas by the end of the year potentially beginning of next year so like we're getting closer right so maybe I just build my bags and wait for that it's just in this weird spot where I don't want to actively invest because it's even more volatile than usual and then society societal norms and all that jazz speaking about that um talking about society in general and how inflation is and everything i'm trying to be, trying to be more intelligent about where the money goes just because it will be so important to grow it just to have money you know just to evolve my money i can't just willy-nilly invest um because i need the money that i have made to start returning dividends profits whatever so that's kind of why i'm in a whole pattern i'm still actively a part of like consuming YouTube videos, Twitter, white papers, uh, various crypto projects, and I'm still like watching them, reading them, being involved in them, trying to be involved in Discord as much as I can. Uh, I've done some more stuff uh, off the chain <laughs> or in real life, if you will. Uh, I've been doing uh, various things to make a little bit of money on the side here and there. So that's kind of where we're at. We are in this weird like crypto downturn, uh, I don't know if I call it a crypto winter, as, as dramatic as that sounds, but we are in this weird space where all of the crappy projects, protocols, potential rugs, rugs are out there and they're gone. People are a lot more hesitant. It's gonna take a much higher quality project to attract a lot of attention. We're waiting on that next phase of higher quality projects to come out. Uh, the market's down, so it's in a dip. Again, none of this is ever financial advice, uh, but it's in a dip. So if there's something you like or believe in or what have you, if it's below your original entry point, maybe it's worth doubling down. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's time to get out. You know, you, you'll have to do your own research and figure that out. However, we're in this weird crypto space. And so because of that, I have put the brakes on my active crypto investing. And then moving forward, with all these people kind of poised to not want to have to go back to a traditional job, if we can have a handful of legitimate, like next generation, higher quality, if it's play to earn video games or it's uh, NFT mintings or DeFi protocols or whatever they are, if that next stage comes out in the next one to four months, I would say, while everybody's poised with inflation being high, people not wanting to have to go back to work, people quitting their job, people trying to find alternative means of income, just like at its all-time high, social media at its all-time high, if one of these high-quality projects hits right at the right spot with all of these uh, factors in place, the entire space is going to absolutely explode. Uh, and I'm hoping that with my tap the brakes, build the bags, be able to convert them into a uh, much more universally used coin, on whatever blockchain I decide to be on, I'll be able to take advantage of that when it hits and takes off. So that's kind of where we're at. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That has been a filthy casuals view on apparently the world and crypto, kind of a weird vein. Uh, but I wanted to give an update. I wanted to give an update of where I was, what I was doing with my current crypto investments, what my plan was moving forward, uh, and then why I thought crypto exploded in the last couple months or really over the last year or two. Um, we're in a slope and why I think it's poised to then again explode. Uh, now, I don't know how it's gonna explode. I don't have that much insight for you, I'm sorry. But like I said, if one of these high quality projects drops in the next, I wanna say one to four months with everything I explained of people just like watching like a hawk, if it drops, a couple projects drop like that, the right spot at the right time, which I guess is that same thing with anything. I just think we're poised really well for it in the crypto space at the moment, it will absolutely explode. So if I had to give a suggestion, never financial advice, but a suggestion would be just to prepare yourself. 
like maybe take some return maybe be ready to jump you know if you could turn some of your holdings into more liquid capital turn them into avalanche or ethereum or solana or whatever blockchain you're on and just be ready because i think in one to four months something could happen and if you are already ready and positioned to do so you may be able to take advantage of it and do really well so guys thanks for sticking around for yet another episode that the audio was on for this time of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast, the podcast where we do like 10 takes before we ever record a podcast episode. But yeah, so that's it for today, guys. Thanks again. I hope you have a great day. I hope your mind stays clear. I hope you can take a deep breath, let it out, let your shoulders down, relax, and stay casual. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you, and I wanted to ask that no matter what platform you're on, however the fuck you're listening to us or you're consuming our content, man, we really appreciate it. And I just hope that you can like it, share it, review it, whatever the hell, and just tell your friends about it, tell people you like about it. If you don't like the podcast, tell people you don't like about it. You know, any kind of action like that would really help us out. Have a great day, guys, and stay casual. Stay casual.